Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Sound the battle cry. Two men, 15 minutes, eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. For the Lord, gird your armor on, stand firm, everyone. Hello, Andrew. Hey there, Edwin. Continuing on in Psalm 55. Yeah, that's right. I know yesterday, as we were concluding our discussion, it was... It was it was leaving you in a place that you're like I can't believe we're leaving it here. Well, so we, we so we tacked on. We, we had to recognize. <laughs> look, we're not saying it's always like Psalm 55, right? But when it is like Psalm 55, we've got Psalm 55. We've got Psalm 55 for and that. Th- that's a good thing to know. Yes, that's it a good is. Thing to yes, know. it is. I, I remember actually we had to say this several times when we were going through the Psalms in season two that because the Psalms are full of this emotion and especially there are so many laments. Yeah, it's yeah. easy as you're walking through it to think that what David is saying and what we're saying is that life as a follower of God is just the pits. Yes. And that is not what it's saying. No. What it is saying, though, is that sometimes life is the pits. You'll have some days. Yeah. And and when it is, we Seasons. have a God. We have a God who gets us out of the pit. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. what he's saying is, I'm in the pit. I know I'm in the pit. He's not going to leave God. He's going to hang on to God. And that's that's, I hope, one of the things we see here. That's a beautiful thing. Uh, we're going to be reading Psalm 55 now from the New King James Go Version. Go for it. All right. Psalm 55. To the chief musician with stringed instruments, a contemplation of David. Give ear to my prayer, O God, and do not hide yourself from my supplication. Attend to me and hear me. I am restless in my complaint and moan noisily. Because of the voice of the enemy. Because of the oppression of the wicked, for they bring down trouble upon me, and in wrath they hate me. My heart is severely pained within me, and the terrors of death have fallen upon me. Fearfulness and trembling have come upon me, and horror has overwhelmed me. So I said, Oh, that I had wings like a dove. I would fly away and be at rest. Indeed, I would wander far off and remain in the wilderness. I would hasten my escape from the windy storm and tempest. Destroy, O Lord, and divide their tongues, for I have seen violence and strife in the city. Day and night they go around it on its walls, iniquity and trouble are also in the midst of it. Destruction is in its midst, oppression and deceit do not depart from its streets. For it is not an enemy who reproaches me, then I could bear it. Nor is it one who hates me, who has exalted himself against me, then I could hide from him. But it was you, a man my equal." my companion and my acquaintance. We took sweet counsel together and walked to the house of God in the throng. Let death seize them. Let them go down alive into hell, for wickedness is in their dwellings and among them. As for me, I will call upon God, and the Lord shall save me. Evening and morning and at noon, I will pray and cry aloud, and he shall hear my voice. He has redeemed my soul in peace from the battle that was against me, for there were many against me. God will hear and afflict them, even he who abides from of old, because they do not change, therefore they do not fear God. He has put forth his hands against those who were at peace with him. He has broken his covenant. The words of his mouth were smoother than butter, but war was in his heart. His words were softer than oil, yet they were drawn swords. Cast your burden on the Lord, and he shall sustain you. He shall never permit the righteous to be moved, but you, O God, shall bring them down to the pit of destruction. Bloodthirsty and deceitful men shall not live out half their days, but I will trust in you. But I will trust in you. That's the way it ends. It's going to end that way all week long for all the 
pits yeah for for all of the hardship the all from of the bad betrayals the betrayal the struggle it's i will trust in you god mm-hmm. I, my my faith is in you i want to make sure we stress that every single day that's where we need to stay when the troubles come and when the troubles get worse yeah you know as i was reading it through it again this time i see of course the betrayal uh, of someone who is very close to him and we talked a little bit about about that pain when a close relationship faces betrayal um, yesterday. Those can make for bad days and worse days. But I was noticing also in this reading that it's not just a single person, but that seems to have colored all the goings-ons around the city. Mm. You know, that there's uh, uh, plots now and murders and bloodthirstiness, it seems like, around every corner. It's like by this betrayal, there's just this loss of trust and awareness mm. about everybody else around them. Yes. Yeah. It is impacting the entire thing. I, it reminds me of James when it talked about the earthly, unspiritual, demonic wisdom, Mm -hmm. that if you have bitter jealousy and selfish ambition, what you will end up with is evil and every vile practice, disorder and every vile practice. If we are right in saying that this really fits the time of Absalom's betrayal and his his rebellion, that's exactly what we have, is Absalom was following an earthly, unspiritual, demonic wisdom of self-promotion, self-assertion, trying to establish his own throne. He was going against the Lord's anointed, the thing that David refused to do. Even when God had chosen David as king, David had refused to go against Saul and put his hand against him. But Absalom, he's not going to be wary of Mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. And what we have is disorder and every vile practice, and it's influencing and impacting the entire city. Yeah. And of course, when we go back to that historical moment, David himself with his retinue ends up, what did you call it? A planned withdrawal? Yeah. A, uh, a planned withdrawal. Not a retreat. It wouldn't be a retreat. A planned withdrawal. That would be admitting some type of defeat, but <laughs> but, a, but there does need to be at times a planned withdrawal. Yeah, and so they, they, their cross, forces. they cross over. He basically leaves the, the throne behind. He well, says, he okay, <clears throat> I'm going to give it to Absalom. If Absalom wants it, Absalom can have it. It's going to be up to God if I get it back. Mm-hmm. And he just leaves it at that. Absalom, of course, is going to decide that's not enough, and he's going to go try to wipe David out, and that's not going to go Absalom's way, and David will have the throne restored to him. Yeah. But here in the moments of the rebellion, we we see David facing some despair. You know, when I just yeah. read the history of it in Samuel, mm-hmm. there's David just like, okay, okay, I'm putting it in God's hands. God will take care of it. Here we right. see if we're right about when this was, yeah. a, a bit more of the feeling and the emotion sure. that, that David is sure. facing, and yet turning it over to God. You know, one of the things that I'm struck by is is the beautiful poetic image of the dove, mm. that uh, everything is going awful all around him, and wouldn't it be great if he could just be a dove? <laughs> I can just, just fly away. Just fly away. Oh, <laughs> that I had wings like a dove. You know, hearing you say that, it reminds me of of the times when when having a struggle and just ugh, fed up with whatever's going on around me, and I look at my cats uh-huh. that are just you know fed and taken care of, and they just if they want to sit up on the back of the sofa, they sit up on the back of the sofa. If they want to go lay down and plop in the middle of the floor, they go lay down and plop in the middle of the floor. And I tell Marita. Man, sometimes I wish I was a cat. <laughs> Somebody just feeds me and and takes care of me. Yeah, yeah. And uh, 
So I, I get this, but of course the dove imagery is not just that someone will feed and take care of, but I, I could take flight. I could, I could fly. I could, I could find some place of peace and safety. I could go find a cave somewhere and I could hide in it. I mm. could go find a cleft in a yeah. rock. He's saying, if I had the wings like a dove, I could head out into the wilderness. I could get away from all of this and I could just have absolute rest and peace. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that's not what I am. No, that's not what he is. That's not what he is. But, you know, you, you talked about, uh, wouldn't it be nice to be a cat? And certainly I've had moments in my life where I'm like, I would like to be anywhere except for here right now. Anywhere but here. Anywhere but here would be Anybody fine. but me. <laughs> and exactly right. Uh, going through anything except what I'm going through I mean, right Just now. get me out of here. Yes. And, uh, you know... If I could be a dove is a very poetic way, to my mind, of saying yeah. that very thing. Yes. Wow. I just need to escape this moment. Escape. Escape I'm glad the you used that word, escape, because mm-hmm. I think one of the things we see here in this psalm is a pushback against escapism. There, yeah. There is the recognition that that's, I, man, I wish I could do that. I wish I could just escape, but I can't. I'm here. I'm in this. What am I going to do with it? It's like, don't run away. Stay and pray. Stay and pray. Now, I, I understand, of course, we, we joked about that planned withdrawal versus the idea of retreat. I understand that when Absalom is coming to the city, David does withdraw. Yeah. He does go out, he and his retinue, into the wilderness. I, I, I get that. But that's, that is actually a part of his plan of surrendering to God. He does send back Hushai the archite to thwart the counsel of Ahithophel. He's actually facing the problem. He's So there's this part of him that's saying, I wish I could just run away. Yeah. I wish I could forget all this. I wish I could leave all of this behind. I wish I could just escape. But we do see that he stays in, engaged. He stays yes. there. He pursues a plan. He, but he also prays, and that's what this psalm is. In fact, there's one, there's one uh, uh, contrast. Maybe contrast is not the right word. A connection, a parallel. If I can get the page turned here. In verse 10, day and night, they go around it on its walls, talking about the city, and iniquity and trouble are within it. Ruin is in its midst. So day and night, there's trouble. But then down in verse 17, evening and morning and at noon, I utter my complaint and moan, and he hears my voice. So as much as the trouble is coming at him, day and night, it's trouble. Day and night, it's disorder. But evening, morning, and noon, I'm in prayer. I I am voicing this to God. I'm bringing it to God. I'm not disengaging. I'm not escaping. So religion, as the Bible presents, it is not an escape mechanism. Uh-huh. It's not no, I appreciate an you opiate saying that. of the masses to just try yeah. to escape what we're facing and pretend it's not real. But it is a way that I do face what's going on instead of pursuing escapism. Yeah, I, I appreciate that so much. It's We're being taught here. We're being guided here uh, when it's really tough times to stay with God and, and pray to God and, uh, and, and he will not uh, leave us. Sad to say, Edwin, uh, sometimes when we are facing a lot of difficulties, God is not our first stop. No, We really do pursue this path or we are tempted to, greatly tempted to, pursue a path of escapism. You know, not many of us have even the, uh, you know, the, the skill or the inclination to write a beautiful poem about how difficult life is, which the Holy Spirit helped David to do. But, you know, people turn to things to escape. They turn to uh, drugs and alcohol abuse to try to numb their feelings or, um, 
numb their feelings, numb their responses. I mean, basically, that's it. You know, I just don't want to feel what I'm feeling right now. Yeah. Well, so many of our sins, especially the ones that are compulsive and obsessive, even addicting, these are the ones that are... It's escapism. Yeah. The the ones that, you know, it's like I've laid down because a rail of, of this sin. this behavior or this substance, it changes something in our mind, and we just are able to kind of step out of a moment, right? Yeah. I pursue pleasure. I pursue uh, the, whether it's the drugs or it's sexual immorality or gambling or- Yeah, just going out and buying some stuff. I know yeah. some people are like, you must have had a bad day. You bought a new boat. Right. Or outbursts <laughs> of anger. Sometimes outbursts yeah. of anger. It's, yeah. you know, I'm, and, and what that is, is an escapism. I can't, I don't want to face with a real plan and prayer what's going on in my life. And so I'm, I don't have the wings of a dove. I can't actually right. fly away. So I will mentally m- follow a path of escapism. The ultimate, the ultimate path of escapism, suicide. Mm. And that's, ah, that's so heartbreaking. That is one of the things. And of course, if this is in the time of Ahithophel and Absalom, Absalom himself is going to end up pursuing that path. Mm-hmm. Uh, not Absalom. Not Ahithophel. Absalom. It's Ahithophel, Ahithophel is going to pursue that path of escapism. Yeah. And Absalom tries to escape, actually. <laughs> yes, he does. He ends up caught in a tree. He does. Absolutely. My, my point is, is that what we see from David is while there is the desire for escape, what he does is he sticks around. He stays with the problem. He faces the problem, but he also faces it not only with his own personal plans, but with prayer, with bringing it to God. I'm going to be trusting you. I'm, an, I'm praying to you three times a day, evening, morning, noon, probably that order because for the Jews, the day began at 6 p.m. and, and went to the following evening of 6 p.m., I was just going to say, you know, in, in those difficult circumstances when we are pursuing different, I don't know, escapist strategies, escapist behaviors, we may not be in a real good place, right, right, in, in our mind and spiritually and so forth. Uh, what I appreciate about this psalm is is the instruction to stay with God in this place. Yes. Uh, and, and that God needs to come to mind as the refuge, as the one to turn to mm-hmm. over and against these other things. Yes. Yeah. Uh, even against the ones who had been my counselors before. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Well, what a good discussion. Let's not run away. Let's stay mm-hmm. and pray. Mm-hmm. Got Amen. a good rhyme in there. But uh, in fact, why don't we go ahead and wrap up now with a prayer. Holy God, hold on to us. Keep us in the palm of your hand. We are so thankful that you are our God. And today we put our trust in you. That whatever it is we're facing, no matter how hard it is, no matter how painful it is, and no matter how much of a desire we have just to escape and get away from it, help us, Lord, to face what is facing us, but to do it holding on to your hand, trusting in you, knowing that in the end you will win and you will deliver us. We love you, Lord God. Thank you for loving us first. Through your son, Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks for talking about the text with us today. I'm Edwin Crozier, and I'd like to invite you to join the Christians who meet on Livingston Avenue in Lutz, Florida, this Sunday for our Bible classes and worship. You can find out more at christiansmeethere.org. Check out our daily written devotional that goes along with today's episode. You can find a link for it in our show notes. Michael Eldridge sang all four parts of our theme song. You can get more from him at acapeldridge.com. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review Text Talk in your favorite podcast app so others can find it and learn about it more easily. Have a fantastic day. Steady, steady, pass the word along. 
Onward, forward, shout aloud, Hosanna! Christ is captain of the mighty throne. I gotta tell you, Edwin, I'm just, I'm a little bit sitting on eggshells over here because last week somebody found our recording studio just popped up in a window while we were talking and just like peered. Yes, they did. And it shocked me at the moment. I did not understand the residuals that I'm sitting in the same chair and this whole time I'm like looking over my shoulder and I'm just, it freaked me out. Yes. And I didn't know until today. And so if whoever that was, if you're listening, don't do that again. Yeah, we might have to switch chairs. <laughs>